Welcome to the Outlaw Wrestling Podcast via phone with the Outlaw Michael Tomsick and the Whispering Eagle, the one and the only. And today, we're a little bit late on the show this week. We've had a lot of stuff going on, so I do apologize for all those people that have been tossing me emails and asking me where the heck the show is. We're actually a couple days late now because uh, we have been doing it on Tuesdays. So I do apologize for all that, and uh, the show will be posted out tonight. And I want to thank our sponsor, Seven Brew, as well, for sponsoring uh, Outlaw Sports Podcast. And uh, if you guys get a chance, go check out Seven Brew. Uh, we haven't done Seven Brew lately here uh, with Spring Eagle, have we? No, we haven't had one in a while. Now, I've been thinking about when I go to cost cutters on my chair and uh, drop by with my uh, with my gift card. Oh, you can get, get gift cards there, too. Folks, and with the Christmas season coming up, you might want to go over there and give them your business on uh, getting uh, some gift cards uh, to their uh uh, to the uh, seven brew because uh, man, I tell you what, they're they're uh, they're uh, what is that thing we had, Mike? The, uh, uh, smoothies. Smoothies. Oh, they are to die for. I mean, a strawberry, a strawberry smoothie. Oh my God, it was so good. But yeah, seven brew is really good. They they do have gift cards in uh, the Christmas season coming up. You might want to check them out. Yeah, I actually hadn't thought about that. I'm glad you brought that up, Whispering Eagle. I hadn't really thought about the gift cards, but they do sell them at all the locations here in Springfield, and I'm sure they sell them at all their other locations as well. Yeah. So there are some uh, rumors going around to WWE and AEW. Um, they're talking about uh, Will Ospreay and... Um, a person named, I don't know this person, you might know them, Whispering Eagle, I don't. It's G I U L I A. Uh, Galua? Galua? Yes. I don't know. Uh, probably, yeah. If, I, if I've seen their face, yeah. Uh, is it on AEW? Um, right now, well, this is rumors that they're talking about maybe possibly going to WWE. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know who the G-I-U-L-I-A is, um, but I am looking at her picture. She is kind of pretty. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's so, you know, with AEW, they don't push their, push their uh, low, you know, the low-level talents good enough, you know. I'm not, I'm not, not meaning that they're low-level, that they ain't good, but, you know, the, the, uh, the new talent that... Uh, that they hire, you know, they they just push and they mainly push the WWE talent and what talent was there whenever it started out. And all the new talent, they don't ever push. So, you know, I don't know half of their names, you know, and and I only know them by face, you know, and uh, it's, a lot of them are really talented, really talented wrestlers, you know, so uh, I wish they would push them more, but, you know, it's still... It's it's only a four year old company, so they're still I guess they're still kind of learning too or something. I don't know. But. Well, it's kind of interesting that uh, a lot of WWE stars and AEW stars now, you know, are talking about the back and forth. I mean, we just had I, I don't know why Tony Khan did this. Tony Khan maybe 
you ever come on our podcast so you can explain to the outlaw Michael Tomsick, Whispering Eagle, and, and I don't mean disrespect to Ric Flair because I know he's one of your favorites, Whispering Eagle, but the guy is 72-year-old. Why do you sign a 72-year-old guy for a three-year contract in the AEW? Why don't you spend some of that money on getting some younger talent or pushing some of your other talent? Why, why did Vince McMahon allow uh, uh, Mae Young to wrestle at uh, 88, you know? So, uh, um, I don't know, you know. Uh, they signed her for, you know, she had a multi-year contract until the day, well, until she died, you know. But uh, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think that... When Sting mentioned the Ric Flair thing, you know, that he would like to wrestle him again, or, you know, he really remembered the days of traveling with Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen, you know. Because, see, Sting at one time was a Four Horseman. And uh, because uh, and then he decided to go after Ric Flair's world title, and as a Horseman, you weren't allowed to do that, you know. So, uh so uh, they beat him up, and and that was the end of him ever being a horseman. But uh, uh, but yeah, I think I think and I mean, oh yeah, but with him wrestling Ric Flair for the world title, you know, I guess he just thought, well, uh, since Ric Flair made him, you know, what he was today, uh, you know, by wrestling him and uh, showing him the ropes and traveling with him and making them a horseman and all that, that, you know, that their final match, the final match for both of them, would be against each other. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe after Sting retires, Rick Flair will retire also. I don't know. You know, you never know with Rick Flair because he said the last match that he had, and he literally almost fell asleep in the ring. Uh, 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 you know, uh, you never know that if he, uh, uh, you know, if he's going to retire or not. Because he said the last one that was his last time in the ring too. So you never know. You know, I just, I don't know why they, why they signed him, but I think it's just so Sting and get to have his last, last match with Ric Flair. Well, yeah, I mean that would be awesome. Don't get me wrong. Because he can barely move. <laughs> you know. He's 77 years old. But Sting ain't far behind him, you know. Sting's like uh, 64, 65 years old himself. So, you know, he, he ain't far behind him. Yeah, I'm just saying, I think WW, I mean, sorry, AEW could, could use, you know, some of that money that they're throwing out there on Ric Flair. Yeah. And even some of that money... You know, you're talking about two icons here that I both like. I know you both like them. I, you know, I'm not always the biggest Ric Flair fan, but I was a pretty big Sting fan. And yeah, I, I like Sting too, especially when he was a California boy. You know, had his face painted up in all color, all different colors. You know, and but whenever he became the crow, that kind of just killed it for me. You know, but because uh, he was acting like Brandon Lee. You know, so. Well, the thing is, though, is, you know, you're, I don't know what kind of money Tony Khan is offering Sting and Ric Flair, but 
like I said, you're you're taking away money that can be spent on other talent. Right, yeah. You know, number one, one of the things that we talk about on the podcast a lot, that you and I mention, is the fact that you have to replace some of these superstars and entertainers with other superstars and entertainers. So uh, think about that you're going out and hiring people that are in their 60s and 70s that are getting ready to retire or get out of the wrestling business, you know? Uh-huh. How are you, you know, how are you recruiting new talent? How are you bringing in new people to follow? And, you know, how are you building your your organization, you know, with with younger people, you know? And, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't understand it myself. It's it's not that well, I don't... You're not, getting, you're not getting it, Michael. Sting's getting ready to retire. Rick Flair, you know, Sting talks about, you know, uh, it, 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 had, it had been in the, in the works for a minute, you know, uh, when Sting retired, I guess. From what I, from what I heard, Rick Flair, had, they had been uh, looking at Rick Flair for a while to help Sting uh, get get through his, uh, you know, uh, uh you know, to help Sting with the do do Sting's last match, you know. So uh, I, I understand. I'm pretty, pretty sure, you know. You know, I don't know how much he's offering offering Ric Flair. I don't know how much he has for Ric Flair now or not. Myself, but you know, I see. I read an article the other day where Sting and Ric Flair, uh, uh, where Sting had. Uh, Said that you know he says, man, I was getting ready to go ahead and retire now, but but now that Rick Flair's here, I think I'll retire at at one of the one of the paper after one of the pay per views. I forget, I think it's Revolution or something like that. And so uh, uh, I guess that's when when Sting's last match will be. You know, I'd like to see Sting stay and Rick Flair. I'd like to see Rick Flair and Sting both. Stay on as trainers, uh, you know, training people. You know, if Rick Flair don't want to give up his uh, his res, you know, his uh, lifestyle or anything like that, he could always do, you know, like May Young did, come out and do maybe a, a chop or something on somebody, you know, or or you know, not a full body slam because I don't think his body can take that anymore. But you know. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I think Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair exposed myself for getting in the ring at his age because you know he could die. But everybody, like everybody that, that commented on the thing on on YouTube, Ric Flair is going to die in the ring, and I think that's why he wants to do is die in the ring. You know, so. Well, there's another there's another factor in there with uh, Ric Flair signing in the AEW now also. Uh, Charlotte Flair's uh, husband is over there. Uh, yeah. I for, forgot how to pronounce his name now. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I know. what do you think about with both of them being over in AEW, what do you think of the possibilities of them to swing Charlotte Flair over to AEW? Uh, I don't know. Because, you know, I don't know her and uh, Alejandro or whatever his name was. Uh... uh was uh, left in, in uh, good terms or not, you know. Uh, 
but I'd like to see her go over there. But, uh, but I want to see her wrestle uh, Jade Carly, you know, Carlyle. Uh, but I, I think she's joining. I think Jade's uh, joining her business. So. Right, there was a, at the end of SmackDown, you saw her and uh, Jay Cargill and Bobby Lashley kind of yeah. running hey, off uh, and talking. What happened to, uh, what happened to, what's his name, the, uh, oh, the, the manager, uh, their manager. Uh, you know, he was with Omos, for, he, he was with Omos, and then... Oh, MV, MVP? Uh, yeah, MVP, yeah. yeah, I don't really know. I mean, we really haven't seen Omos either. I, that would be kind of an interesting addition to the Hurt Business as I well. Uh, there's a rumor that, that they're trying to sign Omos, too. Yeah, I did hear that rumor as well. I don't really think that would be a bad addition, to be real honest with you. Well, they do have a giant on one of the factions in, in, in uh, AEW. And uh, I think that would be a, that would be pretty cool. Omos and him be a tag team. Could Well, what did you think on AEW about uh, um, Samoa Joe dropping the ROH title and saying he was uh, just going to go after the championship a MJF? Yeah, I seen that last night, and I honestly I don't blame him, man, because Tony Khan ain't pushing the old, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, the uh, what, uh, Ring of Honor, the ROH title. I mean. He ain't really pushing on their age, you know, they haven't got their own wrestling, uh, might as well say they ain't got their own wrestling organization because they're always wrestling on the AEW organization, you know, so, uh, 
Uh, I, I, I would, I would go after the world title too, especially if I hadn't held it yet, you know. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised when uh, the wrestler that he went wrestling against didn't run right in there and claim it, you know. But uh, he didn't. <laughs> so, what are they going to do with that title? Do you know? Are they gonna make like? Put it up and have a have a have a tournament for it. Probably, I don't know. Well, speaking you know, of speaking of interesting things and, and rumors and speculations, so uh, this came out today uh, that uh, we've been talking about contracts and stuff and where we thought uh, shows might end up at. So it is rumored that uh, the WWE is looking at several. Uh, networks for Monday Night Raw, they're looking at FX, WB, and USA. Yeah, I heard today that, that they'll probably end up on FX. Hopefully they do, because that's a channel that I get for free, so yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You, th uh, you think they would get the popularity on FX that they get on USA? Uh, probably, yeah, because, I mean... FX is, is uh, a kind of like a movie channel, kind of, or, uh, uh, no, that's not, that's not the movie channel. FX, had, FX used to have the Sons of Anarchy on it and stuff like that, and, and people really went nuts over Sons of Anarchy, so yeah, they might, you know, if you're a WWE fan, you're going to be a fan whether they, whether they're on FX or they're on ESPN, you know, so, uh, but, uh, but, you know, uh, NXT is going to see uh, the CW channel. Well, that's the next one I was going to mention. So this isn't so much a rumor. This has pretty much um, been put out there already that WWE is making a deal with for the CW for the rights of NXT in the area of 35 to 75 million, or 35 to 37 million dollars a year. And so they're hoping with the NXT brand and doing that, that it's going to stand out on its own. And they're going to uh, bring, like, uh, you know, we've been talking about younger and new talents and stuff like that. So basically they're they're trying to make the NXT into its own brand. And it would still be kind of like a um, a training. I, won't, I don't want to call it a training camp, really. But I guess it would be That's like... what it was supposed to be when it first started out. But I think they had a brilliant idea when they did it because it's kind of like tough enough you know when they were t uh, WWE brought out t tough enough and at the end whoever won uh, tough enough at the end they became a, a, a you know a WWE uh, you know a member of the WWE organization and I think that and they started they started uh, NXT the exact same way you know at um Triple H and, uh, let's see, Beth Phoenix and another wrestler, and they, and they were, uh, they were judging them, like, like every week when somebody went home, and whoever, you know, uh, whoever won, whoever was at the end of it became a WWE wrestler, or, was still, then all, all of a sudden they just turned from, that into an organization, another organization of WWE, kind of like uh, like uh, ECW was. Whenever Vince McMahon bought it, from bought it out, uh, bought uh, um, Paul Heyman out, you know. Um, 
it, you know, it became uh, and, and just another organization then too. So, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I I think it's pretty cool that that they, that, that they can do it if they can pull it off. But. You know, uh, I know. I would kind of like to see Monday Night Raw stay on USA and have Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown on both on USA, and then maybe have NXT on CW. That would be good, but but, but the contract is being lost uh, by Raw. You know, uh, you know, on the uh, uh, USA Network. So I don't know what what happened there. You know, so well, it's uh, just been it's kind of interesting because you know. Uh, WWE's been there for so long. I kind of wonder what USA is thinking they're going to put there, unless they're uh, yeah. unless they're signing a contract with like Monday Night Football or something. Um, yeah. You know, but that's a very possibility because a lot of uh, contracts are ending for the sports companies and these networks. There was a lot of networks that dropped their sports contracts, so that left a lot of contracts open. I don't know if the NFL was one of them, but I mean they already have. Yeah. Right now, they're doing, um, the NFL is doing, um, on Thursday nights, they're actually on doing Amazon Prime. Yeah. I'm not sure about what they, I think, um, on Monday nights, I'm not sure what channel it's on, uh, because I haven't been watching Monday Night Football, but, um, I think it's either, like, on ESPN or something, but, yeah, you know, you got an NFL uh, podcast and you ain't been watching that, uh, Monday Night Football? Oh, my God. Uh, I know. Someone should spank <laughs> me, huh? Well, yeah. anyway, you guys. Um, so I want to talk to you about some other rumors that are kind of swirling around the WWE as well. So one of them is about John Cena. So as you guys uh, know, coming off Crown Jewel, John Cena kind of got pummeled by Solo at the end there. And... Uh, he left the ring to a standing ovation. So, here's the rumor about John Cena. So, they're they're talking about John... So, I think... Someone was telling me they're, they're trying to build this storyline, almost like the Rocky Balboa storyline, where he's going to lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. They're going to give him, like, one more shot at the end, and then he's going to win that match. And I'm thinking, with John Cena... There would be no other way to go out. I mean, he's going to want to go out with a title. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what title you would set him up with. I don't think I'd want to do Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. But what about him versus Paul Logan for the IC title? Yeah, that would work, yeah. Um, uh, Or not for the IC title, I'm sorry. For the U.S. Championship title, because yeah. didn't didn't John Cena have that title once before? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, matter of fact, whenever he had it, uh, they uh, they changed they changed the look of the title back then too. They had it made it uh, more of a USA, but it had a spinner on it, you know, because of his uh, his Fed uh, Lights kind of, you know, you know. Uh, thing you know that he had going at the time, and so uh, they wanted to, you know, and you know they always associate rappers with uh, spinners, like spinners on the wheels of their vehicles, you know, and stuff like that. And, that, and so they made a spinner uh, world title and a spinner USA title, you know, at the time. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, 
this article today i posted it in our group as well so what the article said is that uh, right now they're predicting that john cena is going to show up at wrestlemania 40 coming up here in april um i don't know who it would be against uh but he is uh going back to work in the film industry and uh so the way that they're talking is it would be a rematch against uh, Solo. Maybe it wouldn't be a title match, but he would win. So basically, he would allow they would allow him to win that match. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he you know, like I said, he does have that uh, that show on USA Network uh, um, uh, called Wipeout. You know, and. Uh, He's co-host on there, and, you know, it was a show that, that uh, the same type of show was created in Japan, and, uh, and then, you know, you have these obstacles, they, they move and uh, go around the circles, and they have, like, these things that come out and knock you off of uh, your pedestals and stuff like that, and uh, ice cold water or whatever, you know, but, uh, uh, but yeah, he's... He's co-host of that, and they've been uh, advertising that on USA Network here lately. So uh, uh, that's another thing that he's got going right now too. So that's why he's hardly ever, you know, he only he's only on Monday night shows or what, uh, on the Friday night shows, I guess, is because he's been uh, you know recording that show. But uh, but yeah, uh, uh, it's a really cool show. But I, I heard that the Actors Guild went, went on strike again. Oh, I haven't read that. It could be possible. I don't keep up with all that. It's too much for me to keep up. So if they're on strike again, I guess they're on strike again. But here's uh, a here's another rumor coming from WWE. It's about Damian Priest. So as we know, Damian Priest holds the Money in the Bank contract. Yeah. Now, when does that expire that he has to cash that in by? Uh, I think it's... I don't know. I think it's until he decides to go after something. I guess. Wasn't I it? Isn't it one year after you like they have to do oh, it? Oh yeah, that's it for one year. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it'll be a while before he before that's up. You know. So. I forgot when the money when they did the money in the bank. So what month was that? I think it was it was after I know it was after uh, WrestleMania. So. He can, he can do WrestleMania still, you know? Yeah, it says within the year, so I'm not sure when that year expires. Yeah. But uh, there's just a lot of talk about Damian Priest, and we'd have to, like, kind of, you know, eventually he's going to cash that in on one of the titles. I'm, uh, and considering the fact that it's only been used on Seth Rollins, I'm, I've got to assume that eventually it's going to be Seth Rollins. Yeah. Now, what's, what's also... You know, I, I, I hope it don't happen like it did one time. One of the wrestlers, uh, you know, he, he had uh, Money in the Bank uh, uh, case, and he made the 
mistake, you're going against a wrestler who, uh, who virtually uh, is indestructible, and you know he was just resting. And whenever he went out there, they, uh, they went out there and put the uh, put the case up. That, that wrestler beat him for beat him and, and defended his title against her. So. <laughs> Well, he will have an opportunity, and um, we're not going to talk about the Survivor Series matches in depth today, but uh, Adam Pearce made a match at Survivor Series. It is Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, and Sami Zayn uh, versus Finn Balor, Rey Mysterio, J.D. McDonough, and uh, Damian Priest. Um, even though it's not a championship match, it is still a possibility that Damian Priest could cash in the money in the bank at Survivor Series. Yeah, that's very true, yes. So, Let's see, how many, they're supposed to have five, is it five wrestlers on each side? Yeah, so it, could, so it could come down to like where it could be, Seth Rollins could be the last person, and Judgment Day could just pound on him, you know, and then he could yeah. cash in. Well, um, but who, 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 who's on this on Seth Rollins' side? Uh, let's see. It There's is uh, Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Yeah, that, that's five. Is that four? That's, that's four, isn't it? Yeah, that's four. So it's four against four. They got no. They got a fifth one. I, they, I forget who it was that they that they uh, were going to use. Uh, or they're, they're they're probably looking for a fifth. I think I think they're supposed to be five on each side. Yeah, I'm not sure. All I know is because it was, um, you got Damian Priest, uh, Rey Mysterio, uh, J.D. McDonald, and Damian Priest on one side, so that's only four. And then you had Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, and um, Sami yeah. Zayn on the other side, so it was four on four. But we'll, we'll talk about Survivor Series down the road, but I'm just saying they have an opportunity yeah. for Damian Priest to cash in down the road there. So I'm going to jump back to the other side. We're going to kind of go back and forth between uh, both AEW and WWE tonight. Um, one thing about that's happening over in AEW, what I want to get your thoughts on, is all these injuries that they're talking about, like to John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole. And then uh, they're also talking about um, some other people that have been injured. So how, how do you think that's been affecting the, the AEW well, it's not good because you know they keep, they keep, if their good wrestlers keep getting hurt, then they're they're, they're gonna uh, you know they, uh, you know it's gonna eventually get uh, uh, you know gonna hurt the company, you know, because uh, eventually they're not gonna have anybody wrestling, you know. You know, Adam Cole was what was a tag was a tag team champion, you know. And, uh, they had, I guess, had to put them up because had to uh, put them up because because uh, he got you know he got got hurt you know so I don't know um, I really don't know what to say about that because uh, like I said they rely on all the old, all the ex WWE wrestlers more than they do their. Uh, um, they're uh, present, uh, you know, New Day wrestling, new, new guys, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, 
it's definitely got and going with that there's some reports coming about the AEW is is not uh currently profitable is, is what the reports are they say they make they need to make 200 million dollars a year in media rights to get the profitability AEW's current deal with uh WBD uh, is an estimated 50.7 million so it, right now I, I, it is possible I know I talked about this before in in a current episode uh, that I was talking about, you know, I'd like to, because WWE has stocks, and obviously, you know, they've been bought out by EDR, and they changed the stock to TKO, um, yeah. but the thing about it is you can kind of follow the financial, they have to make reports every four months, you know, they have to be responsible to the stockholders, so, you know, they have to do these things, so you can kind of follow, uh, WWE's finances and EDR's finances, but um, AEW doesn't have that because they're not a stock-affiliated company. They're privately owned, so you don't really know uh, the financial situation of Tony Khan and AEW, but if if they're needing $200 million a year uh, to operate and they're only making 50 to $70 million per year, I mean, that's 130 to $150 million short of uh, funds that they need to operate AEW, which which to me puts in some some concerns on, you know, exactly where AEW would be going at this point in time. Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts on that, Whispering Eagle? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Are we talking about what is it that you were saying? It's, um, I, I got sidetracked. I was looking up the the rules on the on the uh, Survivor Series. I can't find any on it. But uh, what was that again? So they're saying that AEW needs to make two million dollars a year in media rights to make a profit, and currently that they're estimating that AEW is only making fifty to seventy million dollars a year right now. Uh, I I don't know. I think uh, like I said. Well, what what they need to do is, uh, they need to uh, they need to start you know start spreading out like uh, well they did start spreading out but nobody likes uh, nobody watches hardly ever the uh, the other two uh, uh, shows that they have and they sometimes they don't even like. Uh, watch the uh, Dynamite show, you know, so, um, so I don't know what, what uh, you know, I'm not in, into the finances that I'm in, 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 in the floors to watch the wrestling, so I, I don't really know what to look, what to say about that, you know, um, it's not good, because if they're only making, if they're not making a, uh, making a profit, how are they going to pay their wrestlers, or, you know, pay pay their uh, uh, you know their time on on the ch- uh, the channel that they're wrestling on. You know, but uh, I think they have a special contract with them or, or something. I don't know. But <clears throat> well, another interesting question. I'm going to jump. Like I said, I'm going to kind of jump back and forth between the two. Is that um, well? Tony Khan is saying that there's going to be a new segment for this week's AEW Dynamite. So I, I'm not sure what that segment is, but that was one of his announcements. 
another thing that um you know i'll say about AEW, they were working with like other organizations like impact wrestling and new japan pro wrestling and i do think they should continue those uh but it's a possibility i mean then I read, I think it was like on the last podcast we did, we were talking about how AEW saying now that they're going to try to restrict from some of their entertainers from going to other organizations, and that would be based on an individual uh, basis if they were allowed to go wrestle other places. And, you know, uh, Impact Wrestling, at the end of this year, um, starting in January, is going back to TNA Wrestling. Um, I know officially it's back in January. They might be yeah. calling it TNA now, but I I know it's yeah. official official oh, in January of 2024. But that's another organization that seems to be up and coming. And, you know, that's, you know, even though the AEW has gained all this popularity and stuff, TNA's uh, still been around a lot longer. And if they could get on uh, some of these, you know, that that's more fight for AEW for these TV rights, you know, and, and you got the thing about it is you got the WWE looking for TV rights, you got AEW looking for TV rights, you got uh, TNA or Impact if you want, whichever one you want to call it, looking for TV rate rights. I don't know if New Japan Pro Wrestling is looking for any TV rights in the United States, um, but you know you got some other things, other smaller organizations like um, the MLW also looking for like TV rights. Um, you got women of wrestling, which is wow. Um, yeah. You know they're they're out there looking for TV rights, and, and they're getting a lot of uh, on local stations, like uh, around uh, local areas and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So you know it's quite to me it's it's very interesting on where where all these TV rights and stuff are going to end up. And, and I, I do think that is going to be a big impact on uh, any company, whether it's going to be WWE right now or if it's going to be uh, AEW or Impact or TNA or New Japan Pro Wrestling or Global Wrestling or MLW Wrestling, um, whatever it is, you know, they're going to have to, a big chunk of income comes to these organizations and these companies from being on TV. They get a lot of money from their from commercials. They, you know, the higher the viewership, the better. Um, so you know, it's it's going to be interesting. And just as I was, you were talking about that. I looked this up, and um, AEW actually is dropping uh, viewership and demos uh, here in the last month of November. They they've just been dropping like their their shows have not been hitting. Uh, the the last show that they did um, on had eight hundred four thousand views, and then uh, it was down three percent uh, from eight hundred thirty two thousand views the week before that. You know, so you know one of the things like that you and I have talked about in the past before, and, and I know. You guys are like, well, okay, you guys aren't talking about matches and everything like that. No, I'm talking a little bit about the business side tonight because it's important. Because uh, without the TV rights, uh, like what I'm talking about, um, you know, this is where these these uh, people like on USA, NBA, or, you know, USA, 
uh, Fox and all that. That's where these big executives make their decision. It's all based on where they get the views. Yeah. And uh, right now is seeing on here that like uh, the NBA is is beating them out by 165 million views, you know, and the thing about it is, you know, this is what these companies are going to look at is what I'm telling you guys. And yeah. you, know, you may want, you may not want to listen to what I'm saying, but it, it's just the bottom fact, and it's the truth. And I, and I, and I don't understand why uh, why that their views are down uh, because every you know every not every now and then you know uh, like like NXT here lately they they've had the Halloween Havoc on on regular TV you know on uh, well not regular TV but. Uh, on the USA Network, and they've and uh, now uh, and they uh, I think at one time they have war games on on uh, TV, you know. But uh, uh, sometimes AEW on, on their Dynamite show they have pay per view quality show, uh, shows on their uh, you know on uh, TBS, and I just don't understand. Why they don't? Uh, uh, why they? Why their viewership is down? Uh, because it's uh, they they have pay per view quality shows quite a bit, you know. And uh, I I just I really just don't know why they that that it's a bad form, but it it obviously is. But I don't know why, you know. Yeah, it's it's getting interesting out in the the crazy world of entertainment wrestling. I I brought up a point once, and I, I don't, I know you you were kind of opposite side. If maybe there was actually too much entertainment wrestling out there currently, and because it has grown so so popular, and there's so much out there right now that you know sometimes something just comes oversaturated. And the reason I say that is because you know, like unlike other sports. They go all year round. They they don't. It's not like the NFL after the Super Bowl in February. They don't come back until you know August or September of the next year. So you got a yeah. good good six months. And even like with the NBA or uh, in a NB, I mean NHL or MLB, you know they they go for a certain amount of time and they they take some time off, you know, and then so it gets. You know, when they come back and the fans were like, even like college hoops, like in the famous March Madness tournaments, you know, you know, yeah. it, they, they, they don't operate all year is what I'm saying. And WWE and AEW and some of these other organizations are still in the, you know, they're, they operate almost, you know, they got shows every week. They got pay-per-views almost every month. You know, their entertainers are out there all the time, yeah. you know, so... The reason why I don't like entertainment wrestling is because that's exactly why what it is. You know, it's not wrestling. You know, to me, like the Undertaker, you know, he he just had to uh, he had to uh, apologize for uh, calling uh, uh, WWE soft you know, wrestling because it was soft. You know, uh, back whenever he was in WWE. They were cracking each other in the head with a, with a uh, uh, you know, chair and bleeding and, 
when they had their, their uh, cage matches, they played the people red, you know, and uh, when they hit their head or whatever. But uh, now it's, you know, they, uh, it's just like, like uh, now don't hit me too hard, you know, or whatever, you know. And uh, that's why I started watching AEW more often was because they were more like a wrestling organization, a real wrestling organization. Uh, a wrestling, a wrestling organization instead of an entertainment wrestling organization, you know. But a lot of the insurance companies that that uh, that uh, cover or, you know, wrestling organizations and boxing organizations and stuff like that, uh, they don't want that dangerous stuff in the, you know, uh, like uh, blood matches and stuff like that, you know. Uh, and they don't want the word, don't really like the word wrestling uh, affiliated with the organization. That's why WWE just went, goes by WWE and not World Wrestling Organization anymore, you know. Uh, they, they call them sports entertainers instead of wrestlers. So I, I just, I, I just, I would much rather it be wrestling, you know, because that's what I grew up with was the old school style wrestling. And, but, you know, times just changed, and you know, and everybody whims has whipped out in our in, in, in these days. And I just really, you know, I like I like like I said, I like the old school ways of wrestling. You know, it's more entertaining, more entertaining, entertaining to me. Like this war games, man, I love war games. That's 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 two cages together, you know. But you know that it ain't gonna be a good one, you know, because it's a sports entertainment, you know, so. Uh, well, you guys, but, I'm going to tell you what, and West Pringo, I'm, I'm sorry to do this to you. Tonight we're going to cut the show a little bit short, about 15 minutes here short. Uh, unfortunately, I do have to get off the, the uh, podcast and, and go do something. Um, so I would like if you guys would join us next Tuesday, uh with Whispering Eagle and myself, if you guys want to listen to us next Tuesday, I will bring you some more. Nothing goes wrong, and you know nothing. <laughs> so we can do the show on Tuesday, you know. But yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you know, I, I'm yeah, I'm glad you guys listen to us every week. So we're sorry that we're we're late this time. And remember, drop by Seven Blue and uh, get you a coffee or a smoothie or uh, a cappuccino or even go go get your family member a, a gift card for Christmas and you know and enjoy enjoy Seven Brew yeah and they're our sponsor you know thank you uh, Seven Brew for sponsoring our show. Well, yeah, and we'll check you guys out next Tuesday. And I just want to say, become outlaws because you're wanted, and we'll bring you lots of dirty scoops next Tuesday. Just join us uh, every week on the podcast and be outlaws because you're wanted. And we love you folks. Bye-bye.